Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Preparation's very much underway for our big car boot sale on Sunday. We're going to be at the Park and Ride in Chelmsford. That's where we've chosen to do a car boot sale of the stuff that has been in the presenter's cupboard just next door to the studio at Absolute Radio. We've got a clear out. Uh, we've had an ultimatum from our boss uh, ahead of us moving, uh, moving properties, moving to new studios later in the year. And the car boot is this Sunday. Bush, I've been uh, preparing, uh, getting the car sorted, getting the boot uh-huh. cleared out. Um, uh, because I don't know about you, do you drive around and use the boot of your car almost as if it's sort of like an extra piece of storage from the house? Yeah, loads of stuff for, that the kids don't use or want at the moment and the spare buggy, that's that's what we kind of teleport and transport around at the moment. It was even worse when I had the people carrier, the van, that was just like a spare room full of junk. It was embarrassing. <laughs> exactly the same. Exactly the same. As is almost like a spillover of a cupboard and also the shed, Rocco's bike lives in the back of the car permanently. Uh, there's been two bags worth of uh, toys that I meant to take to a charity shop. They're in there. Uh, and also, bizarrely, I'm always driving around in the car at the moment uh, with a uh, a bag of knee pads uh, and a football in the back because you never know when you want a game, eh? Well, do you know what? Um, You know, if you've got the the, uh, football in there, fine. If you're just driving around with knee pads on their own, I'd say that's a a bit of a red flag if anyone wants to check the boot. (laughs) I feel bad for you, though, because you've put put a picture of your your boot on Twitter. I have. And and I never expected this to be the case because you're a man of of method and uh, preparation. You're Mm. getting a lot of flack this afternoon for the state of the boot in terms of not hoovering it first. Uh, there's a lot of pine needles from the Christmas tree still in there. That's you not animal. from disposing of the Christmas tree. Uh, that is from bringing the Christmas tree home from the pub. Uh, wow. I haven't hoovered that out since probably about December the 6th. So uh, all abuse that's coming my way, it's probably worth it. <laughs> Joe Ryan's tweeted, you think yours is a mess? I've got an adjustable BMX ramp permanently wow. living in my boot. All right, Evil Knievel, there's one for the kids. <laughs> uh, I, I've got two things in my boot that you're going to be surprised by, right? These are very un-Andy Bush things because they, they, they involve a bit of preparation and foresight. First one, and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't even believe I did this, we, uh, we had some new carpet put in uh, for um, Stella's room, the little one's room, and we had a bit of an off-cut of carpet. And what I did, I cut that down to the size of the boot and I've laid that over the top of the boot material so that oh, wow. when I put stuff in there, it doesn't damage it. That's the kind of thing my dad or my granddad would do, not me in a million years, so there's that. Yeah. And then on top of that, do you remember during lockdown when everyone tried to get in their cars after a while, they were all, all the batteries were flat and, and it was like a, everyone was bricking it thinking, oh my God, yeah. my, my battery's not going to start. I bought a jump starter thing. The, I, 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 I don't recognise you right now. Who the is idea, this guy? The, the idea of the offcut is is astonishing. I, I, I can't work out whether I like that, preserving the car for selling on or making it look tatty because you've got a, a non-uniform Old piece carpet. of upholstery in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then but then having a, having a charger in there as well, I, just, I don't know who you are. Uh, next, I'll be doing the old French thing of having a, a triangle, a luminous sign and a high-vis vest. <laughs> Turns out, all of us, we're driving around in mobile just skips, really. Uh, Nick says uh, his boots, currently a treasure trove. One of the things that is in there, Prince Philip presents 101 great games. It's a book. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sounds pretty good. I'd love to. I'd love to try some of Prince Philip's games. 
One other thing that I've got in my boot that, um, you know, I think most people have got in their car, but I, I seem to have quite a big problem with it is, have you got, like, you obviously got de-icer in the car, yep. right? A can of de Why do they make the lids of de-icers so difficult to get off? <laughs> when you're, you're most, like, desperate as well and your hands are really cold, why are they so difficult to get off? I've never really had a answer from, I've written so many letters, but never had anything back. What they need to do, they need to make de-icer spray uh, like a shower spray. You know, when you're sort of like de-limescaling your shower screen, have, the, have yeah. your de-icer like that, make it easier. Hang it upside down off one of those little hooks you get on the side of the, uh, like, a, like some Timothy or something. <laughs> uh, Sue says, uh, a horrid Henry book, a car blanket and a pack of wrapped mini juice cartons that are past their sell-by date. No idea why they're still in the boot. Uh, and this one here from Lady H, 75 bags for life, probably more, she says. And yet I still forget to take them into the shop when I go shopping. <laughs> Mark McLeod driving around all the time. Two drones, camera gear, some kids paint and a set of broken wind deflectors for the car. What is in your boot as you drive around this evening? It's a home time boot audit. I, I can't wait to hear him explain that one as he sat in the back of a patrol car. <laughs> Asking you what you keep in your boot, what you're driving around with all the time at the moment. Some people, uh, like Di here, who's texted, they're almost ready for a car boot if they just wanted to pull over uh, at a whim. A mini electric pancake maker, that's 20 quid from Lakeland, and a Fiesta crepe and pancake maker, 40 quid, always in the boot whenever she drives. I tell you what, she's ready to go at any given opportunity, but someone <laughs> has really gone all in for pancake making. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> obsessed, obsessed with pancake making. Uh, other texts coming in here. Ben says, uh, Bush and Ritchie, I've got uh, WD-40, baby wipes, multi-tool, high-vis vest, tape measure, padlock and chain, a proper dad's boot, which is a good point. Uh, and then John says, and doesn't give any further clarification, he just says, there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> oh, dear. One of, those, one of those more practical than the other. Tom, permanently driving around with a horseshoe in his boot. Now, I know that my wife keeps a horseshoe in one of the kitchen cupboards. Apparently, it's meant to bring luck to the house. Uh, so maybe Whoa. that is what Tom is doing with his boot. That is weird, isn't it? Do people, I, I mean, I, I've heard that horseshoes are lucky, uh, a little bit like four-leaf clovers, but I didn't realise they were like people actually bought them for that reason. <laughs> Tom, what further details, please? Uh, Czar in Castleford, a box containing an air compressor, a socket set, a first aid kit, a high-vis waistcoat, a puncture repair kit, spare bulbs, a tarpaulin, a blue Ikea bag and a rubber <laughs> and a rubber mat. Wow, he sounds like the guy from The Last of Us, a proper prepper. <laughs> I'm jealous. This is The Daily Takeaway. Always happy to... To be here with you guys but even happier today because i'll tell you something <laughs> we've obviously got our big car boot sale in chelmsford this sunday morning uh, we're going to be at the uh, the park and ride car boot sunday morning raising money uh, for our charity cash for kids uh, obviously you and i got to drive the stuff down there uh, on sunday morning and a courier arrived at my house this morning uh, with the stuff that we've cleared out of the cupboard by the studio Videos at work. That's what we're selling. Uh, all this uh, grade A stuff for you to buy. The courier arrived and I unloaded it on the driveway into the hallway. Um, a lot of stuff. And I, I said to my wife, don't worry, I'll move this. It's not going to sit there till Sunday morning. <laughs> it's still sat there at the moment. <laughs> There's, I've, I've just seen the photo now. You've put it in the group. There's boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. We've got we've got almost like a, I mean we've mentioned it like being like Del Boy from uh, Only Fools and Horses is flat. We've got some stock to shift on Sunday. Some good stuff. 
Yeah, we, we, yeah. Look, that's I like. That's the positive twist. We have got some good stuff to sell. Um, there is no denying that I've got a problem in my hallway right now. Uh, but but the two other things that does concern me, I think I'm going to have to put the seat down uh, in the back of the car to get all that stuff there <laughs> come Sunday morning. Yeah. And thirdly, um, <laughs> as they famously said in Jaws, I think we're going to need a bigger trestle table. Well, you know, I'm the tables guy. I've actually, yes. uh, I'm in charge of tables. I'm the tables man. So um, I hope you guys appreciate the fact that uh, normally I would have a board game set up on that table in our spare room. I'm going to have to pack up <laughs> so that you can have me trestle. So uh, hopefully it's big enough for all of us. Some really good stuff. Signed Stereophonics uh, vinyl signed by uh, Kelly and Richard Jones from the band. Uh, a La Rochelle rugby top that we bought back from La Rochelle ourselves. Uh, a signed guitar signed by Shania Twain and Ronan wow. Keating, no less. Only one of those in the world. Uh, some home-time tea towels, probably the hottest ticket item that I've read out so far. Uh, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers signed print as well. And do you know what, as well, just as a little uh, Brucey bonus, I was having a little clear-out upstairs, obviously packing away board games because I have to take the table with me for, for Sunday. I'm going to bring down some of the board games that I don't play and then sell them as well. So if you fancy picking up a little uh, Andy Bush board game, you know I'm always banging on about them, uh, <laughs> some that I recommended i'm going to bring them with me and you can get yourself a bargain your other half katie will be delighted at that news she's dancing as we speak we've been sent some great stuff as well this is really kind from uh, andy's in birmingham who's written to us uh sending a package as well uh, says sending you a few items for your car boot sale some items you both might find interesting please have them don't forget to put a donation in your tin uh, we won't andy uh, forget that is uh, the absolute key rings are made just for you two but you may have to ask your bosses for permission to sell them well we'll check that uh, some other items are one-offs just made for your booty good luck and he has sent us a job lot uh, of key rings now there's some absolute radio key rings in there uh, some arsenal key rings uh, some england football club key rings uh, when i say football club the football team the three lions crest and some bush and ritchie uh, home time show key rings as well Oh, wow. So actual bespoke potential future merch. I'm actually looking here as well. Some uh, uh, Jack Daniels one uh, as as well, which is uh, lovely. I don't think it's very authentic, but uh, uh, thank you very much, Andy. Oh, well, what? We need to put them in you know, a suitcase that if we see any of the police coming, we can just <laughs> hold that up, put it under arm and get running. <laughs> There's a Manchester United one in here. Neither of us support them, Andy. What's going on? This is the Daily Takeaway. So do you ever see stuff when you're out and about walking around, uh, like an object left somewhere or a collection of things left somewhere and think, what's the story behind that? Right. We've got, we, you know, I was talking the other week about the exchange box at the end of our street. I think yes. I was on the show saying that uh, when, when they've got a little fella sitting down there with the doors open, it's an absolute state in there. Um, so I'm kind of obsessed with this whole uh, exchange box at the end of the street, a little green like metal tin box thing that's about shoulder high. Anyway, I was, I was walking the girls to go to the library this morning, half term, half term, uh, and th uh, there's a really weird item that's on top of the exchange box, and it just uh, makes for a very unusual scene. If you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, you can see the photo of it. So what we've got in the photo is... The green exchange box with the number 32 sprayed Banksy style on the side of it for a stencil. I'd never seen that before, but it's got the number 32 on it, which I didn't previously know was there. But on top of the exchange is a solitary, I would say almost 1940s female stiletto. 
<laughs> and I've just been thinking, like, what on earth? What on earth is going there? Because it's not your usual. You know, normally you'd see a shoe in in a gutter that yep. was like a you know a pair of slip-ons from the mid '80s, and you think, well, it deserves to be in the gutter. It's time as as well and truly done and dusted. These are this is a very high-end stiletto, but just one. What on earth is going on? Do you think? Do you think? And I'm this. This particular scenario, I reckon you could even be closer to the idea of what's happening than you think. You've already mentioned it's 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 half term and you, you were walking about and all that kind of thing. Do you think that is somebody who is geocaching? Uh, it's a half term activity. They've spray painted the number 32 on the junction box uh, to act as a little clue. And the item that has been left by the next person for the for the next person to find as they geocache is a stiletto shoe. Do you know what? I would love to think it's that, and I'd love to think that geocaching is that exciting. But as far as I can tell, you just crawl around Dartmoor in tears <laughs> and then write down the number on someone that's been half buried in the ground by another okay. rambler. Okay. That, that seems to be geocaching as far as I can tell. Um, there's a few people who've got in touch to say, uh, this sounds like uh, a case for the shoe diaries. And I've just clicked on the link. And basically, there's this fella called Ken Frost who goes around and almost writes backstories to solitary lost shoes. Oh, which I love is, this. An unu- it's an unusual thing. So he's just got loads of different stories behind items that have been left in uh, Britain's streets, which is an amazing thing and well worth a read, uh, maybe later on this evening. But let's deal with the, the object at hand. If you can come up with a good backstory as to what do you think's happened, a solitary 1940s female shoe on top of a green exchange box with the number 32 stenciled on the side. Tell us now, 81215. Uh, Marie believes that you've unwittingly started a Cinderella escapade. What, maybe I should get the shoe and go up and down the street and see if it fits? <laughs> Uh, Gavin says the BT guy you were talking about the other week has left his novelty phone behind he'll be upset when he gets to the next job to see if the line has a dialing tone or not that's a very good point speaking of fixing things uh, Mick's suggesting that whacking a broadband hub with a high heel is the 2023 version of whacking a slipper on the side of your telly in the 80s well, yeah, that's what they're doing there. They're sat on the little seat trying to fix the, the damn thing. Uh, and Rodri says, maybe he's filming a new episode of The Red Shoe Diaries. Keep an eye out for David Duchovny. Any other suggestions as to what could be going on? Bush, you and I have both spent a lot of seaside living in our life so far. Obviously, Leon C, you're by the sea. Mike is saying it's alternative bingo calling Lost Brown Shoe 32. I quite like that. I'd be honoured if that was uh, the brand new uh, number and rhyme for that bit of bingo. I appreciate that. Uh, John has texted in, and, and this is unbelievable. I didn't even think about this. He says, I think I've seen this before, and he's added a photo of that iconic episode of Inside Number 9 where he finds a single shoe on the street outside, but then bad things begin to happen. Oh, so no. that's actually scared me a little bit now. Thanks for that, John. Uh, AJ might calm things down a little bit. He's, he says it's hard to say what's going on, but he's got a bad healing about it. Oh, there's always one. Get your coat, AJ, get your coat. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Well, let's welcome to the show uh, a lovely, lovely man, Dave Berry. How you doing? Hello, gentlemen. Great to be on the show. Hello, dear home-time listeners. How are we? Uh, we're, we're, we're good, Dave. Thank you very much for uh, sparing a bit of your uh, awake time at this time of the day. Uh, are you are you a car booter? I, I'm, I, I see you as too suave a man. Yes. Firstly, bless you, but you would be mistaken. <laughs> Once again, Richie, what you've done there is judge something about its appearance. You've judged it terribly wrong. Okay. Uh, no, I, do, do you know what? My boot fair experience is not going to them as a punter. It is actually doing them. Oh. As a boot fairer, which I used to do back in the day. Um, I know everyone has their own version of back in the day, and as I'm only 28, 
I'm talking about, you know, like somewhere around the kind of 2010. Um, I used to, I used to go to a little shop in Greenwich, and I used to take a load of their stock that they couldn't sell in the sale, and I would rehang it all. I would categorise it all, and then I would drive in my mum and dad's escort out to Brands Hatch, where there was a boot fair. I'd do a lap first. It was a <laughs> 2.5 litre. No, um, I, would, uh, I would do, and I would do the boot fairs there. And, mate, and, and do you know what? You, I mean, you, obviously, you're, you're, you're a, a guy from London. You've got that kind of, the Cockney patter that I think would be, is it, do, do you, were you, when you were doing your car boot sale, were you doing a, like, using the phrases to get people to come and queue up and doing the thing with the, the orange and the apple oh. on the, the inside of the arm, Dave? Andrew Bush, uh, me and my people find that extremely offensive. <laughs> I was struggling to put it in a playboy. Somebody from South East London and does a boot fair does not make them Del Boy. Appearing <laughs> 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 only fools and horses and musical, it does not make them Del Boy. Uh, so, you know, I, I tell you what, I, I, I tell you, one day I remember doing one, and I and I got a, a, it was a friend of a friend. And I'd asked him to come and help me, you know, for the day. And we got there to the boot fair and I was all, you know, very friendly and warm and I wanted everyone to come and take a look, but no stress, none of the kind of pressured kind of apples and pear stuff you're referring to. Just <laughs> come and have a look. I've got some nice clothes, some nice CDs and stuff. And the guy who'd come with me, I didn't really know him too well. It was quite a warm day. And unbeknownst to me, because he was stood behind me, he'd taken his top off. So first of all, <laughs> big strike against our stall at the boot fair. He's stripped to the waist, right? Second thing, taking influence from the prodigy, as I say, this was back in the day, he had mayhem tattooed across his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw that, I thought, my boot fair days are over. Hopefully many years from now, two work colleagues of mine will ask me to get back involved again but until then I'm retired from the bootleg game <laughs> we know you're very kindly going to donate something to our little uh, trestle table at the weekend uh, yeah. what is it that we will be uh, trying to flog uh, and to make some money for Cash for Kids as well well I've got three things for you and obviously this is a really great idea as all of the ideas you boys have are and it's for a really good cause so I'm 100% behind you so I've tried not to bring too much tat to the table and I've tried to bring some things that may, you know, earn some money for charity, you may find it a little easy to sell. So the first thing I've got you is the double deluxe Liam Gallagher album, still in the cellophane. Now, I know that that's kind of still readily available and you can get it from your local record shop and we support record shops. I get it. But the difference with this one, that that copy, that one that somebody will own, will give them bragging rights extraordinaire because that actual album was brought into the Absolute Radio Studios under Liam Gallagher's arm and handed to me before I interviewed him about the release of that album, and that is the album that you could own, and that's why you should be able to sell that quite easily, I hope. Well, that wow. is a great stuff. Extract uh, Gallagher DNA from that in you some, could. like, Jurassic Park style. Clone him. <laughs> So my second item for you is also Liam Gallagher based. He's been on the breakfast show enough. I've got a ton of this stuff. I don't know. Right. So we all love Liam, and one of the most iconic gigs Liam Gallagher ever did as a solo artist was when he played to just a handful of people at Bethnal Green Working Men's Club. 
Now, I know I keep swimming against the tide that I'm not a Cockney so-and-so, and now I'm giving you something <laughs> from Bethnal Green Working Men's Club, and I understand why you cast these aspersions against my character. Anywho, moving on. So, I had... Now, this isn't an item of Liam Gallagher's clothing. Heaven knows I've tried to acquire those in the past, and he doesn't like you going through his wardrobe. <laughs> what I have is the jacket... I was wearing when I interviewed him and I welcomed him on stage for that legendary gig. It is accompanied by photographic evidence of me wearing it and it could be yours. It is a beautiful Ooh, wow. two-tone chocolate brown single-breasted two-button October House English tailor jacket. It is in the size I was before I stopped drinking alcohol and replaced it with cream cake. So I can't do it up right now. But if someone out there is lucky enough to dip into that, you've got yourself a lovely jacket. Ooh, brilliant. Thank you. And the final item, Amazing. when I was rummaging around looking for these things for you, who do I know who has an almost unhealthy obsession with all things 80s-90s and board games? And, of course, well, my ex-girlfriend sprung to mind, but then... I- <laughs> And that's why I am bringing you the Golden Girls television programme associated board game. Bam! You've got the vinyl held by Liam Gallagher. You've got the jacket. You've got the Golden Girls board game. That's your boot fair lot for charity. Wow. Wow. They are they are three amazing, amazing items. The, the Golden Girls thing is like the curveball, the dark horse. That's going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Dave, that's brilliant. Thank, oh, seriously, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Gentlemen, good luck with it. I'm fully behind you. If you if you need any boot fair tips, then just give me a text and I'll be happy to pass on any tips that I have. Good luck. Dave, thank you very much. We're eternally grateful. Cheers, Richie. Cheers, Bush. Love Speak you. See you later, boys. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Thursday nights mean film club night. Been looking forward to this. What we do is get together once a week. Uh, if someone has a particular style of movie they need recommendations for, we crowdsource it by pooling our collective, quite limited resources. Now, as you know, we're really excited about going to this car boot on Sunday as we raise money for our charity, Cash for Kids, the Chelmsford Park and Ride Car Boot. What is a car boot sale if if it isn't treasure or relic hunting. Uh, there are so many movies that have been made where hunting an old relic uh, is the main focus of the movie and that's what we'll be doing on Sunday. So in the film club tonight, we are looking for your best suggestions for a treasure or relic hunting movie. Right, my suggestion for this uh, is going to be one of those films, it's going to be hit, hit and miss for people, right? People either love this film or it just kind of sunk into obscurity. But do you remember a movie that came out called The Lost City of Z or Z, depending on which side <laughs> of the pond you're in? No. Uh, basically, it was about a, a guy in, back in 1905 called Percy Fawcett who's a British uh, explorer who becomes obsessed with finding this uh, lost city of Z, which is this place uh, in the Amazon. Uh, And basically, this is a true story. He goes off to try and find it with an expedition and they're never found again. No one ever knew what happened to them. So this is kind of a speculation. Uh, based on uh, on what actually happened to them. And uh, I absolutely love it. Sienna Miller's in it. Tom Holland's in it as well. It's uh, gorgeous to look at. But I think it kind of went on for a bit too long and kind of got panned when it came out. So it's still one of my favourite um, movies of all time. Because it kind of reminds me of uh, the uh, Cities of Gold. 
yeah. uh, from back in the day in the 80s, that cartoon thing. So, yeah, my one would be Lost City of Z. I laughed to begin with, but I love a true story. Sucker for any of those. Um, so, yeah, I'd give that a go. Um, you're probably going to laugh at mine. I'm never going to pass a Nicolas Cage movie by, but when you add some added Sean Bean to it as well, how can you dismiss with the category of treasure hunting National Treasure from 2004? Do you know what? Uh, funnily enough, I've not seen that film, Richie. I've not seen that one <laughs> from Nick. I think there's going to be a lot of people who will queue up behind me to support. Treasure, relic hunting movies, please. Some great stuff coming in. Uh, all different types, really. Rab says City Slickers 2. Petey oh. says Monty Python's Holy Grail, quite literally. <laughs> and Jeff has gone, as have a lot of people, The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones, without a doubt. You're doing us proud tonight. Uh, Petty Wenthrop Investigates, which is a fantastic Twitter handle, says The Mummy and or The Mummy Returns. I, I remember fondly the Mummy movies. Uh, and he, the fella in it now, whose name has escaped me, is in The Whale that everyone's talking about. He's supposed to be absolutely fantastic. So he's back, that guy, which is good. You are obviously talking of Brendan Fraser. Exactly. There it is. There's the name. <laughs> it's just popped in here. Uh, Anne wants to put forward a movie I know you're a big fan of, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse oh. of the Black Pearl. Do you know what, right? I was really excited for those films to come out because I thought it would be quite a, a realistic uh, depiction of pirating life. And it was just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So disappointed with all of those films. Uh, Cray on Twitter says, and this is a, a Wild West classic, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, uh, which has got me thinking about the whole gold thing or trying to find something. Um, Jason and the Argonauts, trying to find the, the gold yes. fleece. What about that? Uh, and a hat-trick of people, uh, Victoria Robinson, Emma Harris, Joanne Wadsworth, all going for the Goonies. Could this be the year? Could this be the week that the Goonies actually makes it into the film club? Uh, we're getting to uh, the duplication stage of the evening. Have to do some totting up soon, decide on a winner. Uh, although Romancing the Stone has come Ooh. in from Peter Morris. That's a good movie. Yeah. Who was in Romancing the Stone? Was that Sharon Stone, Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito? I think you've nailed it. Because it was, um, get out of my dreams. Get into, into my, my car. car. Billy Ocean. In fact, this gets better and better. The pressure is upon Richie and I to make a decision and pick a film for tonight's film club. Uh, we've gone down the category of uh, relic hunting movies as uh, we head to uh, hunt for some treasure and uh, sell ours at the Chelmsford Park and Ride Car Boot uh, this Sunday morning. Come join us, raise some money for our charity, Cash for Kids. Uh, that's why we've gone down the treasure hunting movie. Uh, it's been over overwhelming tonight for the Goonies you'd agree it's a great film I think I went to see it as one of my, my my birthday is in December so we used to go and kind of watch all you know all the movies like Return of the Jedi and, and Labyrinth and stuff like that so I'm pretty sure I saw it with some of my mates for my birthday so it would take me back to going to a little tiny uh, cinema in Bath if people know that one that's down in a little alleyway it's the tiniest cinema in the world and if you and I raise some decent money on Sunday uh, a truffle shuffle to the crowd what do you reckon that's a little bit personal we'll have to see how we get on <laughs> the Daily Takeaway Push and Richie's Daily Takeaway